Welcome to Nights of Darkness, a World of Darkness live play podcast. I am your storyteller and host, Daniel, and this season we will be playing Vampire the Masquerade. Let's get started by introducing our characters, starting with Ariel. I'm Ariel. I play the Toreador Elizabeth Andalit. Hi, I'm Aaron. I play the Gangrel Wiani. Hello, my name is Mark. I play the, uh, um, uh, it's been a while, just a moment, <laughs> uh, Tremere, known as Keelan O'Quinn. And I'm Travis. I play Tolliver to the Nosferatu. And where we last left off, you three, not counting Keelan, had gone to the house of, believed to be Stanley's. Uh, Wayani had appeared first and tore up the house terribly. Gangrel style. Caused some ruckus <laughs> before the other two showed up as Elizabeth had tried to go in through the front door and realized it was blockaded. <laughs> Tolliver had broken through the back door and then it was re-blockaded in the back by Wayani. Because why not? You do know where... And it ended with Tolliver under the bed, hiding next to a person that was under the bed hiding before he was rudely surprised. <laughs> rudely. Let's get to Keelan first. So you had left the apartment because you felt you had better things to do at that moment. You do have the address of where this house supposedly is, or where it's supposed Stanley is. Okay. So what would you have liked to have done after um, you left the apartment? I would have uh, contacted my um, elders and... Uh, told them about the address and given them an update, an update, and then uh, made my way, my own way to the apartment. Well, it's a house. House. Or you assume it's a yeah. house. All right. So actually what happens is on your way there, you actually get stuck in traffic. Mm. That's what actually slows you down is in, there's some busier parts of the city and apparently, because did you drive or did you take a taxi? I rode with them. So in this case, the taxi gets stuck in traffic. Yeah, and you're like, and so they went downtown. You, in your mind, you're like, you should have went a different direction. Mm-hmm. It's a little late now. I'll take his name. <laughs> Somebody else you're gonna give a coin to later. Yep. <laughs> All right. So Keelan is stuck in traffic currently, and Stanley is now in surprise. As Tolliver has made himself known. <laughs> and that's where we'll start with you guys. All right. I'm going to. So I'm pretty much face to face with him underneath this bed. I'm just laying next to him, correct? Yeah. All right. I'm going to. It's like you both were trying to hide together <laughs> under the bed. I'm going to uh, take, take, you know, take the back of my hand and just start brush brushing his cheek real gently like I'm brushing his hair out of his face 
I'm he's, in. he's trying to scoot away from you as and you're doing I'm this. I'm going to lean in and I'm going to lay my face on his face so we're cheek to cheek and I'm going to whisper, hey, what you doing? Why are we underneath this bed? <laughs> so immediately he freaks out even more and the bed actually lifts up as he stands up. So the bed basically flips to the side as he stands up. Like <laughs> you can tell a normal human wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, and I'm gonna. As I'm his gonna. Bed flips to the side. I'm gonna roll over on my back and and cross my arms and be like, "Well, I wasn't very polite. What? I thought we were having a slumber party. No. What are you doing in my house? I told you I thought we were having a slumber party. It's hard to believe. I believe you guys had walked into the room. <clears throat> Yeah, we're walking up the stairs now, so... No, it's a one, one story. Okay, so we're walking into the room now. Yes. And you can see... Well, you heard a little bit of the commotion of this bed flip, and you can see Tolliver on the ground with his arms folded. <laughs> Being creepy, pretty yeah. sure. Like, my and arms are crossed, stand- and my legs are crossed, so I'm just kind of laying on my back looking up at this jerk. And this guy's kind of, like, at an angle from him looking at him but he looks you can kind of tell he looks a little defensive he's not any type specific fighting pose like a martial or anything but he looks like he's a little like ready to run or ready to attack something so I'm gonna walk in <clears throat> Stanley he he kind of glances over you enough where he can still see Tolliver like you can tell he's putting trying to put both of you in his sight She's got a few questions for you. I don't have any answers for you. Well, that's not what I like to hear. Do you know who I am? I don't really care who you are. I just know you're in my house. And you're going to give lots of shits in a minute. And this guy, I don't think I described him. So he's kind of a stockier build. He's got a little bit longer dark hair. And he's got his beards coming in slightly. Mm, my uh, colleague on the ground over there loves a good chase. So uh, either you play with me or you play with him. Oh, I'll play with either of you. Um, I'm just I'm pretty intent on watching Stanley's face. Once once he breaks eye contact with me, once I realize that he's his he's he's just focused on. Wayani, I'm I'm gonna obfuscate, so I'm gone. Well, right now he's still he still managed to keep you both. <laughs> he's tried to move to. So I'm circling him. Then I'm gonna come into the room and I'm gonna circle to where he has to watch only me. So he moves kind of with you. He tries to make sure that like he doesn't put Tolliver exactly at his back, but like. He's not looking at him now, but he's trying to make sure like he's not going to expose his back to Tolliver. So you do notice this, that he does break eye contact with you, Tolliver, but he hasn't completely exposed his back to you, but he also is not looking directly. Okay, then I'm gone. I have just, I've obfuscated. I smell the cold, everything. They, they no longer notice it. So I've obfuscated. I'm going to get up and go ahead and I'm just going to keep a, Keep a couple of foot distance next to him, and I'm just going to follow him around. Now, the other two in the room would see you, correct? Uh, nobody's going to see me. Well, if they were paying attention to me, 
If they were looking at me, I'm not going to challenge it. They'll see me. I'm probably by the door. So you can see into the room. Mm-hmm, so and make can... sure that Stanley doesn't get out. So yeah, you would see Tolliver. Are mm-hmm. you focused on Stanley or would you have paid attention? Because you were trying to distract. It's hard to say because he would still be in my line of sight, but my focus wouldn't be on him. So it'd be one of those things that, you know, I know he's there. Like I kind said, of my eyes, you know, like you're focusing yeah. on the main target, but you can see what's behind them kind of thing. Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to challenge yeah, it. So it's really up to your decision. <laughs> I'm not going to challenge it. So, you know, if, you know, I, I'm sure I'll relent to them. Okay. Yeah, so you, you can barely see Tolliver at your peripheral. You can clearly see, as they see, like him moving around. And you can tell Stanley's focused on Wayani at this point. Uh-oh. What? My friend's gun. He kind of looks around. As soon as he turns around, I'm going to grab him from behind. I'm going to put him in a chokehold. Throw me a... Strengthless brawl. Difficulty <laughs> be six. That is four successes. All right, so you grab him up. He is going to try and break out okay yeah you can feel him struggle he you can feel like your grip loosen a little bit but then he basically relents at least at that moment because he, he tries to struggle to break so i'm gonna your, i'm gonna lean in i'm gonna give him a sniff you do smell vampire on him great but he also <laughs> smells human as well <clears throat> <laughs> I knew it. As soon as you said what you said with the bed. Like, so, oh boy. We can do this one or two ways. You can give me the information and you get to walk out of here alive. Or I'll end you right now. Are you lying to him at this point? Nope. Are you trying to intimidate him? Yeah. All right. So, roll me a strength plus intimidation because I'm assuming you're using strength. Yeah. Let's see. Difficulty will be six. Okay, that is three successes. So he does look a little scared of you. What would he want to know? Uh. I'm going to turn and look to you. Questions. What do you got? I'm going to tighten my grip on him to not to where I'm strangling him, but to let him know that if he moves in the slightest way, I'm snapping his fucking neck. Why did you get the components for the spell? I was told to. By who? If I say they'll kill me. We're going to kill you. He just said I'll go free. If you don't tell me shit, I'm going to murder you. That's how this works. So either we kill you or you get a chance to run. That is two successes. All right. So outside, you see a vehicle that looks like two of its tires are flat on one side, parked on the side of the street. The address looks like it's besides this vehicle to a house. There's no lights on in this house. All right, I'll go ahead and spend uh, four blood points. Okay, so that'll take you. I think it's it's four turns basically, so yeah. four four rounds. 
to do that. And that'll that'll theoretically will put your blood at or your strength at five temporarily. Yeah. And uh, I'll be doing that as I'm walking up to the door, like building myself up. And as soon as I get to the front door, I'm going to give it the swiftest kick in all of mankind. Well, you go up to the front door, and you notice the door is kind of hanging askew, Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of furniture in the doorway, like literally blocking the doorway. There is like a smaller opening towards the top, but it looks like it looks like it's pretty small, and you would have to climb some of this furniture to get up to the top of it. To get towards the top of the doorway. Um. So there's furniture on the outside of the door. No, it's all on the inside. Inside. But like, there's like you can see a bit of a couch, uh, a coffee table. There's like a bookcase kind of thrown in there. Like you just see bits of them because they're kind of piled on top of each other. Ah. Uh, alrighty. Well, then I'll just climb, like, climb slash jump through. Okay. It'll just take you uh, basically around to try and meander up this furniture because mm-hmm. some of it does move a little bit, but you basically will make it to the top of this furniture and you can roll me a perception plus alertness. Mm-hmm. Difficulty will be six. Two successes. So you can barely hear some conversing coming from another room. Alrighty. So Elizabeth, Tolliver, and... Wayani, roll me a perception plus alertness. Difficulty be eight. So what's going on with this guy and the intimidation? Well, this would be part of during it. One success. You said difficulty eight? Yes. Yeah. One success. One success. So with your success of one, everybody... You all barely hear the creak of a floorboard. Sounds like it comes from the front of the house. So you can assume that potentially someone else is now in the house. All right. You are closest to the doorway. Yeah, I'm going to assume that they have Stanley under control, and I'm going to... I'm still obfuscated. I'm going to leave the bedroom and start walking towards the living room where I heard the small little creak. So you see Tolliver walk past you and head towards behind you. You can tell the sound came from behind you. Okay, so I'm going to let Tolliver have that and then go back to interrogating asshole. Who told you to? I mean, I don't know much about them. I mean, they go by the names Zahir and Uneas and Aaron... You can roll me a... Why don't you just go ahead and roll me Intelligence plus Investigation. Okay, that is five successes. All right, so the name Zaheer sounds familiar to you. From your time before you were in the city, as a former, I'm going to say comrade, but not comrade, associate for the spot. Okay. And you know that he was of the Asamite clan. <clears throat> what's this? Uh, what's the here want? What does any of them want? You're gonna keep fucking playing with me. 
I'm just, my muscles are just tensing up around his throat. You don't seem to understand the situation you're in, do you? You can tell, you can feel him try and fight your grip, but he doesn't get out of it. <laughs> Answered my fucking question. I'm getting real hungry. I'm trying to take over the city. So what they want with uh, the kid? Oh, he he knew where they were coming in. He had to be taken out. So where are they coming in at? The docks. When? Can I check and see if he's lying? Um, roll me a, a manipulation plus empathy or manipulation plus interrogation. Or in- intimidation. Difficult to be seven. One, two, three, four, five successes. Well, let's see. Five successes. Doesn't seem like he's lying. Seems like he's telling the truth, Wayne. I'm spending another blood point to go up stronger. <laughs> when? They've been coming in now. Where are they? In containers. Why don't we go for a ride? I don't know if I like rides. Either you go for the ride or you're my next meal. You can still feel him struggling, but he's not getting anywhere. <laughs> I'll just keep beefy boying it up. <laughs> so this is going boy. on, Tolliver. <laughs> I'm a beefy boy. Tolliver, you, you walk into the living area, Tolliver, okay. and you can see somebody familiar from the apartment. Keelan has made his parents. All right. Does he have anything in his hands? Do you have anything in your hands? No. No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to approach him. He still can't see me. I mean, nope. no, he's saying I'm obfuscated. I'm going to walk up to him. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to take my an index finger. And I'm going to brush some of the hair behind one of his ears. I'm just going to kind of do that and walk behind him. And I'm going to take my other finger and do it to the other ear and say, now you look more presentable. I'm whispering that right in his ear. Thank you, Tolliver. Yes, we found Stanley. I noticed. <clears throat> Who's the one that piled the furniture in the front door? Oh, the, the really bright detective. Ah, oh, <laughs> brilliant to block an exit. Yeah, to escape quicker, I guess. Let me. Where is he? I'll give you the home door. I'll show you to the master bedroom. <laughs> Perfect. As we're walking, I'm kind of pointing to each side. It's beautiful. Beautiful hardwood trim work, and I believe this carpet was installed within the last 40 years. Oh, here we are, the master bedroom. <clears throat> so you did probably get more details than you wanted about the house. <laughs> I Most- could use some more of your dashing artwork, Tolliver. Well, I'll keep this. I'll keep this address in mind. I... I've been thinking it would be a good place to do to store some of my some of my more recent pieces that I've been working on. I must take a look at them sometimes. Yes, I've also been working on my tailor skills. Fascinating. 
Right. And I'm going to round the corner. And you you can see Elizabeth kind of in the doorway. And you can hear back and forth between an unknown voice and Wayani and Elizabeth and him. Ms. Andalut, pleasure. I'm going to scoot past you and... Detective, may I assist you? I think I got it. I just need to look into his eyes is all. Look away, dreamer boy. So the difficulty will be seven, as he is under distress at the moment. Six successes. Six successes. All right, let's see here. All right. So um, what do you want him to do? Or what do you want him to tell him? Um, I basically uh, want to... I'm going to tell him to tell us everything. Everything he knows. I'm spending another blood point to beefy boy up again. <laughs> That's nine. So you can't you can't tell that he's struggling. He doesn't either. You're too strong now, or he just isn't trying. Um, so he just goes into this long tangent about how uh, he was just a regular guy, and these. Well, he does elaborate that he was an ex-con, and these two men uh, came across him and offered him a better job opportunity. Uh, but he thinks it was a little off because they had him drink like this thick red liquid. Like he didn't put two and two together that it was blood. Mm. Uh, so he, you probably can assume that he doesn't know that he's been Googled exactly. Mm. He just knows that he's a little stronger. Uh, he does elaborate that he had to acquire all the ingredients for the spell, which the spell was to summon... Uh, the horseman uh, but he did not summon the horseman himself he just knows that's what's for uh, he thinks there is a limitation on when it can be done like you have to have a certain uh, he thinks it's like a phase of the moon mm-hmm. he's not entirely for sure but he thinks it has something to do with the moon and the season in a way uh, he does tell everybody that they're they Sabat are coming in on containers and being fed people random street people for a potential invasion of the city it's a small force but it will be it's supposed to grow where did you take the ingredients he gives you the address of a nice hotel are they still there? Last I knew. But with their friends coming in on the docks, I don't know if they would have... Where them. are they setting up a din or headquarters or whatever you might call it? It was mostly just those two working working from the hotel. They didn't give, mention anything else? They kept me... A second location? They Other than the docks, but they didn't say we're at in the docks. They kind of only let me know certain things. Um, and, but, and all right, he, I'm gonna, he says, go ahead. I'm going to feel around in Stanley's pockets. Um, so, yeah, he's... He, yeah, I've, I've broken off the skate, so I'm going to... I'm going to make make direct eye contact with him while I get real close, and I'm going to put my hands in his front pockets of his jeans, and I'm going to feel around and put my hands in his back. I'm looking for his phone. <laughs> What room are they in? 
and he he rattles off like the penthouse number. Thank you. Um, you do find a matchbook that has the name of the hotel on there. Okay. And then uh, he doesn't really seem too phased by you because uh, his eyes are a little glassed over, but he's still, like, you can tell he can see perfectly fine. But he's more focused on Keelan. Okay. So uh, all I find in his pockets are a matchbook with the name of the hotel. You do find a flip phone, too. Okay. Like I'm an gonna, old style flip phone. I'm going to hand Keelan a the matchbook and then I'm going to pop open I'm going to flip open the cell phone and go through the text messages looking for any relevant information about where these docks are at which docks so basically where this loading containers storage containers everything basically um, a lot of the messages are pretty vague uh, if you just go through them they it's a lot of them like hey go here hey come here as far as like uh bringing the stuff to like the hotel like you'll you'll find the penthouse number on that one of the messages and then from then on after it's been referenced you'll always just say bring so and so to the hotel or you know do this once an address is is notated you get a address for the docks but it's one of the major docks that everything comes in because there's basically two sets of docks that come in there's uh more on like the east side and then on the west side, the west side docks mostly are between the United States and the island. And then the east docks are mostly like out of country stuff because it faces, you know, Europe and Africa and all those. Yes. Open that, that direction. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to pull out my phone and, and notate the name of the dock area so we have a better idea of where to search. But I, I, as soon as I pull out my phone, I, I'm just losing interest in him, and I'm turning around, and I'm playing on my phone and notes and checking my text messages. And I'm going to text Claire. I'm just going gonna, gonna to text Claire, how's it going, boo? And I'm going to send a, send a teddy bear emoji. Thank you. You have been most cooperative. Anybody else got any fucking questions for this dirtbag? He's told us everything hold he on, knows. Hold on. If we, if you kill him, we may need him to. If you're wanting to get into a penthouse and they're, exp- and they're used to seeing him coming in, would it be wise to kill him? I no, don't. I don't even look up be. from my phone. I'm just screwing around on my phone. It wouldn't be. I was going to suggest keeping him around a little longer anyway, Detective. He could be of great use to us. Yeah, he could also be a real narc, so what do you guys want to do about that? I'm going to look up from my phone. I'm going to stare at Stanley. I'm going to use Mask of a Thousand Faces, and I'm taking Stanley's appearance. So unless it's challenged, everything about me turns into Stanley, except for I'm still wearing a suit and I've still got a mask over my face. But once I feel that I've taken that appearance on, I'm going to pull the mask down. So now I look exactly like Stanley in a black, black suit. And I'm playing on my Is phone still. Is there anywhere in your kingdom that you can hide him, Trevor? No, it's not Trevor. It's Trevor. What? It's Tolliver. Tolliver. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know where Trevor Trevor came from. You mean that piece of shit guy? (laughs) Oh, yeah, Mm. we can 
Since I've since the mask is on, I'm just talking. Normal, you know, mm. sounds like Stanley. Yeah, there's plenty of places we can put him. We can uh, wrap him in duct tape and stick him in a septic tank. I don't care. And keep him just <laughs> neck neck deep in shit if that's what you want. Hell, that sounds like a great idea. Well, he, as I know, the where you come from is a lot harder to escape. That's why I'm looking to you to keep him contained. As I know, Stanley, you've got Stanley. Do you have Stanley? Do you have any duct tape in this piece of shit hovel you live in? Yeah, I think there might be some in the kitchen. I'm going to the kitchen. I'm finding whatever. If he's got duct tape, I'm just I'm pulling drawers out and throwing them behind me, and I'm kicking cabinet doors open, and I'm looking for duct tape, anything. You hear pots and pans, silverware hit the floor, because he did say he's kicking cabinets. Yeah, I'm keeping him locked in as long as possible. So, Travis, I also need you to roll me a manipulation plus performance. Difficulty seven. This is for your mask of a thousand faces. Two successes. So, when he did that, you guys could tell he looked a little off in appearance. He did look a lot like Stanley, but it was a little off. But you do find duct tape in one of the drawers. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm walking back, and you can tell. You guys can tell I'm getting. Just I'm just aggravated because I'm slipping my phone in my front pocket, and I'm taking it, and I'm gonna. Stan, you know what a uh, flamingo looks like? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take his right. <laughs> well, wait on. He's got a hold of him. I guess as best as I can, I'm going to grab Stanley's uh, right arm and pull it behind him. And I'm going to lift up his left foot behind him and I'm going to duct tape his right ankle to his left. His, I'm going to duct tape his right wrist to his left ankle. It's behind him. <laughs> All right. Then so say, you. Stanley, you're, sta- you're a flamingo now. Look at how you're standing. Let's go, little fella. All right, so you duct tape saying, are you duct taping his mouth or? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the rest of the uh, the roll. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start at the bridge of his a, nose. I'm gonna start at the bridge of his nose I'm and gonna, start wrapping it tightly around down to his neck. I'm going to shove a sock in his mouth before he completely duct tapes it over. <clears throat> All right, so you now have a flamingo, Stanley. <laughs> I'm gonna let go and watch him fall to the ground. So he falls to the ground ungracefully. Mm. Absolutely beautiful. I'm gonna pick him up by his foot like effortlessly. Great. Let's move out of here and head to the hotel then, shall we? Also, Tolliver, on those text messages from the one of the you really only had one contact in there and it was Zahir you can assume it was Zahir because it said Z and then dot okay so you can assume that's who he was chatting with because that's the only people that you know of is those two that he had listed alright so, I mean, any, any relevant information in, in those texts 
besides just just meet me here, meet me there. Just mostly the location. You can get like the phone number from it. Okay. If you do like his contact information, yeah. you get a phone number. Okay. We've got that. Um, when we're stepping outside, I'm opening up the map app on my phone, and I'm dropping a pin to the location I'm at, and I'm just uh, I'm gonna label it Party House. Party House. <laughs> Um, All right, so and go ahead. Kalen, I'm going to hand him Stan's phone and say, there's a, I don't have to talk in the voice now because I'm Stan. Hey, there's a there's a Z in here. I think it's somebody you might want to talk with. I imagine it's Zaheer. <clears throat> um, what's the, like, is there a last text message from him or like a last order he gave or anything? So uh, there is... A text message from Stanley saying, uh, I think someone's at the house. And then you have a reply back that says, uh, don't get caught. Okay. And it's all in caps. Don't get caught. All in caps. Well, he alerted the the Zaheer that uh, you were here. I'm going to grab the phone out of his hand and text back. Because it's been a, quite a few minutes, I'm sure, since he sent the text. Got away safely. Going to hide out. Lie low for a little while. I'm looking over his shoulder. I'm going to read that. <laughs> Shaking my head. Yeah. Perfect. Definitely don't tell him it was a pizza guy or an Amazon delivery guy. Tell him you got away. <laughs> tell him somebody was looking for you. Don't tell him it was just the wrong address. And I'm going <laughs> to, while I'm still playing on my phone, walk away from it. <laughs> Backspace. Well, did you already send it? No. I just said I was typing it out. I didn't say I was sending. Backspace. Pizza guy, wrong address. Or say, oh, it's a pizza guy, wrong address. My only, my only problem with this is the fact that it's been forever since he sent the text message. Anything we say is going to be suspicious at this point. The moment you were caught coming in, the moment suspicion arose amongst these people. They know people after them already. Him sending that message only exacerbated the paranoia amongst them. I'm going to grab the phone from him. And I'm going to delete the message he's got. I'm going to go through the series. I'm going to go through the conversation and see how Stan has been talking to them, how he's been texting them. Just get a feel for how he's been writing messages. And so basically, it's, it looks like they're like straight to the point. Not a lot of detail unless it deserves detail. But usually, like it'll be like it is done, or uh, you know, I went and got so and so. He doesn't really give like locations and stuff like that out, but he'll be like, he'll say that, you know, so-and-so has been done okay. or like real right. quick to the point. What time, of, what time of the night is it? I'm trying to think. Cause you guys went to the apartments. I think it's getting closer to, um, I think it's like two in the morning or okay. so. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm just going to type, I'm going to type neighborhood kids ding dong ditch period I don't have to say period I hate this flip phone I can't text with it too many buttons to push send 
What the fuck? Well, it was a little more subtle. The phone thing at the end there kind of throws in a bit of a personal twist. Hopefully, they're not too paranoid. So what is the rest of the troop doing? I'm taking this asshole and throwing him in the back of whoever's car's outside. It would be, I believe, Elizabeth. Because I'm just have or, him by his ankle and just carrying him effortlessly. Or did Tolliver drive? I think it's Tolliver who drove. There's a nice sports car outside. Yeah. Do I recognize it as Tolliver's? Yeah, we well, went for Tolliver had it. Bef- yeah, Tolliver had it before. So I'm going to take him and take this guy and just pop the trunk and throw him into the trunk and shut the trunk. Did you clear out the trunk yet? Um, that the only thing that's in there is what's in the the wheel, like the well with the spare okay. tire. So that's yes. the only okay. thing. I just wanted to make sure. Up. Yeah. <laughs> like I would give a shit. <laughs> it's not my car. Right. I believe it's registered to a Kevin. <laughs> it's Kevin's problem now. <laughs> so you toss Stanley in the back. So uh, what's everybody doing? Do we want to go to the hotel tonight? Because you do only have like three three or so hours left of night before it's day. Yeah. We should probably do it tomorrow night. I need to feed. I've got plans for my feeding. That's great for you and all, but uh, we're worried about ourselves here. Right. (laughs) Um... I'm going to um, ask for a ride back to my vehicle. Because I believe it was... At her house, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's uh, just my car here? No. Wayani's car is there. Because he got there before we did. Yeah. Yeah. Wayani takes a taxi yeah. everywhere. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm getting in... Wayani has a car. He just doesn't use it. So I'm getting in the driver's seat. And I'm gonna stare out the windows at them, and whoever can whoever can fit in here can fit in here. I'll give you where I'll take you wherever you need to go. Yeah, like basically get in the back, you have to fold the seat, but you could all get in from the passenger side if he's not gonna get out of the driver's seat. I'll climb into the back. Yeah, I'll get I'll get in the passenger seat. That means Wayani's in the back. I'm in the okay. I'm in there. I'm looking in the rearview mirror, admiring my new face. <laughs> It looks like Stanley. Yeah. What is it, Stanley? I just need a ride to Myth's... Um, Andalith's house? Andalith's oh, house. Oh, I was waiting for him to mess it up again. Yeah. I almost did. <laughs> too many fancy names to keep track. <laughs> where are you uh, going? So can... uh, where are you going, Copper? You got anything you can spare? Of course. I'm just going to take a sit back. You're crammed in the back seat of a sports car. You're not sitting back. You're sitting with your knees on your chin. (laughs) I think he's going to the mansion as well. All right. I'm giving them a ride to her house. All right. And then I'm going to drop them off. And then I'm driving to... Hmm. I'm going to drive down by the warehouse district where I know there's a larger storm drain outlet 
because I need to drag Stan through the sewers and I'm gonna drop him into a um I'm gonna drop him into a cistern that I know is only about four four five feet deep. So he's chest, shoulders, and head sticking up out of this sewage. And that's where I'm gonna keep my new flamingo. <laughs> you should paint it pink at one point too. <laughs> so he drops you guys off and heads off. As you're heading that way, Tolliver, you get text message. Yeah. And it's just a gif of a ghost from Claire. Because uh. you did call her boo, so she's being literal. <laughs> yeah. And since you would go saying boo. And then that was it. That's the only reply back you got from her. Okay. I'm uh, steering with my knees. You guys notice I'm going to start steering with my knees while I'm playing with my phone. looking. And you see I'm scrolling looking at a text message and I laugh a little bit. I set my phone down and I grab the steering wheel and I continue to drive. So he's being very dangerous. Yeah. So as he drops you guys off and heads off, uh, that is where we will end it. Thank you all for listening. Tune in in two weeks. This is Daniel, your storyteller. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a review and share with a friend. You can chat with us on our Discord. Links in the show notes. Release dates are every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. And remember, always watch the darkness.